going okay. Okay, so one, two, ready. Ah, it's right up. Got it all back down from last time. <laughs> Too loud in your ear. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Be here, man. Another week of cocktail of the conversation, baby. Thank y'all for joining us. Joining us. We want to reach down and get lifted. <laughs> man, I was watching that show the other day. Somebody, if y'all have not watched Half Baked, if you're old enough, go Wait watch it. Samson. <laughs> Weed Man. So, anyhow, turn it off, man. It's always not needed sometimes. Um, Actually, it's a little segue into it, real court. So we're here this week. Uh, we, we, we're back joined with, you know what? Who are we this week? Sound like she opened the old door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chloe Bailey. Hey. No, 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 no. I don't want to take the fun out of it. Um, even though I give a name, it's going to be changed anyway. Yes, it is. My name is... What's that girl, Apollonia? Oh, my they called Apollonia. Okay. Whispering Sunflower. Okay. Mother Nature and Just, Dread Like Bum Bum. Bum. Was okay, tribe. sunflower seeds. <laughs> okay. Whispering sunflower. Okay. Alright, so I wanna go ahead and start this up because oh, oh, oh you know this is Brother to the brother of the night, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, Yam's creation. AKA Jameson. Y'all already know it's me, Tim Hargrove. Just hit my head on tape. <laughs> Sitting low. Tim Hargrove, dark shining light, y'all. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's my Monica. Yes, yes, yes. I got to get me a Monica. Y'all check us out. Ears, my nigga, ears. We're talking about social media. No, uh, what I really wanted to talk about was unplugging from okay, the good. matrix. Okay. And that's whether it's social media, whether it's your 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 circle, whatever it is that that matrix for you. Unplugging away. And um a lot of times a lot of us are so engaged into everything and everybody. It could be, you know, a, a interesting thing. <clears throat> Is I, I would like some we got someone whose mom had to step away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We have some of us who um for instance. For instance. When I was growing up, we went to Sunday school at church, Sunday school, children's church, Bible study, revival. Uh what what else we had? We had all on the same day? Nah. Uh-oh. Like all throughout the week. We was there like every day but a Tuesday. And sometimes you just got to get away. You got to get away. <laughs> I got to get away. That's my jam right there. Right, really right, right. To, <laughs> I really wanted to talk about the benefits to getting away from everything. Right. And so I, I wanted to talk to you guys because, you know, Sometimes, come on, step on up. Uh, uh, oh. Whisper Willow. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Grandma Willow. I know. Got the, see, got the background to match it too. Whisper the Willow. The bird's coming for you. Someone keeps like defaulting to sounds. I don't know why it keeps doing it. Oh, that so pretty. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> so we're talking about unplugging from the Matrix. And the Matrix is just... 
life itself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I spoke about this last show, and she's getting herself prepared. Um, how I admire um, Weeping Willow over here for her ability to detach yeah. from social media quite often. And even though I'm in marketing and that is, you have to be on these things nowadays, I take time. I'm glad for programs like the Hootsuite and Facebook marketing and everything that you could program stuff out. It gives you time to detach. Yeah. So with that, we have the expert detacher herself. Uh, sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. A Willow Smith over here. <laughs> she wants to embark on this path of detachment. The reason why I choose to detach or step away or just have a mental break, um, as y'all know, I've been doing that for a long time. I'd be on social media one day and then like the very next 20 seconds, I'd be done deactivating my account. I'm like, what crap happened? The reason why I deactivated it this time is because I'm hiding from somebody. Um, so Weeping Willow <laughs> is hiding behind a tree right now um, from, yeah, yeah, from, from, from a stain on the shirt. Um, so that's the reason why I detach. But then the reason why I normally do it is because I know that sometimes I will get on social media and I caught myself, I scrolled for four hours straight. Mm. I got on at nine and I got off at one. And I was like, yo, I just did like a whole half a day. And I was just like literally scrolling, sending stuff, smiling, laughing, texting, scrolling up, video chatting, smiling. I did everything under the sun that you could do on Instagram in four hours. Reload the page and I realized like, okay, this is probably a form of depression. This is probably a form of anxiety at this point. And it was my anxiety. So, yeah. It literally was... I got one for you. What? Yeah. I said this to Tim the other day. This is, supposed to, this is another show we're going to have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this may not be for you, mm-hmm. but you said depression for you. And it's not even you, because you don't think you're depressed that day. Um, <clears throat> when a man can't find meaning, he finds distraction. Yes, yeah. that is very much so true. So I that's something to do. Been, I'm going to find what everybody else is doing. And I'm like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that, too. I wish I could do that, too. But for me, when I when I detach or whatever, I think naturally, since I I know how to detach from, like, family, they'll tell you, like, I'll disappear for a couple of days and be like, okay, are you okay? What's going go? on? Da, da, da. Hmm? Where do you go? I just don't, I just don't respond. Like, I literally sometimes would put my phone literally in do not disturb in sleep mode. And if mm-hmm. I put it in sleep mode, it's that way for like two or three days. No, I thought you meant like you disappeared, like left the house. Oh no, not not leave the house. <laughs> like a magic just, trick. Right. Boom. Just because <laughs> we have just because we have group chats and we're so active in the group chat that we're in, it's just like, okay, wait, where is everybody? And then sometimes you look up and had nobody said nothing for like the whole week. Yeah. And then you're like, dang, I didn't realize that. But no, my whole point to get back to the the topic, um, my whole point in like, you know, getting off social media sometimes is because of the fact that I see it literally causing me anxiety. And I'm like, I got off of Snapchat because I found it to be useless. It's a bunch of, it's just, Snapchat is like a whole nother world outside just by itself. It's really weird. Mm. Um, Facebook, I can handle because my family's on there, but that's what I, I got off of was Facebook. Instagram, that's, <clears throat> that's that little sucker right there. That's the one. That'll suck you in. So I have to be like really mindful of what I do. But I, I basically just get off of there just for my mental health. Like I have to. 
Like I, I have to. When I feel like if I feel myself getting ready to like, I go on there, I look like I watched in real time yesterday when I took when I went on Facebook, I was scrolling and I was good. Then I came across podcasts that I used to be a part of and them getting deals with companies and I literally started crying. I was like, I'm supposed to be a part of that. And I, I got really depressed. And I got really pissed off and I got really upset. And then when I get upset, I find myself texting people from the podcast. And if don't somebody respond, then I get even more upset. Then I'm crying even more because now I feel rejected. And rejection is a trigger. So it'll start to take over like it reality. It takes over. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm sad and I'm crying for two days straight because of that. And that has happened so many times. And it'll give me a panic attack. Can I? Mm-hmm. Jump real quick. It's nice off. It's a little part of that thing. <clears throat> I've discovered again, go back to like our last show, thing that you wish you would have known back then. Um, God does things for a reason. Mm-hmm. You may not always agree with the reason that he's doing it. And you may not always understand it when he's doing it. But in the future it comes together. Mm-hmm. Minister Farrakhan always says, look for the hand of God in everything. And even with the other podcasts and them growing, mm-hmm. you don't know the situation they have to deal with as they're growing. Yeah. And I look at it like this. This is why the four, six, ten, twelve of us that even came together with this, I, I look at it as a selective group mm-hmm. because we are in the like minds so that it'll work as we grow. Mm-hmm. Then we can go out and see, oh, girl, I'm working on something for us for next year. I just got another thing implemented. This is going to blow up in ways that it has a, a lasting and longing effect because we're not playing into a a, a, um, a trend. Thank you very much, Mrs. Uh, Sunshine Anderson. Um, <laughs> we're not playing well, into a trend that allows you to either grow or die. We just set in our own path. Just, you know, going with that detachment this is the reason why, again, Knowing yourself, mm-hmm. well, you have to. You know what? I'm good. I gotta step back for a second. Yeah. Detachment. But we got um, dreadlock. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Holly Berry. Come on. Yeah, uh, I used to. Oh. Yeah, okay. You did? Yeah. She. Yeah. She used to have locks. Right there. What happened? She combed them out. You combed them or cut them? She combed them out. I have to see these pictures. Sure. I'll show you. Okay. Facebook. Which is the evil thing we're talking about getting out of. Yeah, unplugging from the Matrix. Unplugging. Well, you know, <clears throat> as you're sitting here saying that, I was thinking about, like, I think people in our age group, and I think the world in general, kind of, but more so people in our age group, because we saw the beginning of social media, like, as we were coming into college. Oh, yeah. Some of us were, like, just finishing high school when Facebook started, and we couldn't wait to have that college email address so we could finally get on Facebook. Like that was back yep. when if you weren't in college, you could not be on Facebook yep. before it opened up for everybody. Mm-hmm. But now I think, <clears throat> I think we're experiencing like a, like a social media fatigue. Yeah. Um, because what social media used to be back then, it was like magical. It was like, wow, it's this place where, I can meet all these different people or I can connect with my friends in different ways. I can and see my people mama from can't high school see me. and my mother can't see. <laughs> Man, there are some pictures that I had to go in and hide in my Facebook. You know. See? see? <laughs> it is. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Especially with Black <clears throat> Planet and MySpace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. So, like, it was, like, social media for a time was, like, this magical kind of thing. It was new. Yeah. It was just a way to share and grow with people who you cared about. But then it started to shift. And, you know, people weren't just posting just pictures of their food anymore. They were tailoring what they were posting. Yeah. Because they started getting that dopamine hit from dopamine. when you get likes. Yeah. You know, there's a whole like science into yes, that. Yes, yes. It that became Instagram social them, engineering. You know. Yes, social engineering. Um, you know, so like now your stuff has to be polished and you can't post anything bad that's going on for several reasons, which I mean I I tend to agree with a little bit. Um, but it's got us in this loop where we're comparing ourselves to what we see yeah. now. And it's a big source of depression and anxiety for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And I'll say even for me where, you know, I have my own ways that I deal with my anxieties. Um, but definitely social media has been a thing that's just like, I have to step back from like, I don't go as far as blissful flower over here. <laughs> And completely deactivate. I have deactivated maybe one time. Like, I don't really deactivate. I don't really block people unless it's spam. But there's some times where I do just kind of have to just step away. Like, if I notice that I'm scrolling a little bit too much um, um, and I find myself in a loop, I'm like, no. Like, there's some times where I even had to unfollow Shade Room because... Uh. A lot, of times like, it, a lot of times it gets so negative. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've seen yes. where social media just okay. takes a whole left turn mm-hmm. and they go, oh, it's an algorithm. But a lot of times that's not what we're trying to feed ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and they say, oh, it's what you're put-. But we know that they engineer things a certain yes. way yeah. so that they can have images shown to you. I know um, before we actually got back, uh, started recording, um, no, uh, what's your name again? Chloe uh, Barry was saying, uh, well, we was talking about how we have to really protect our children and the younger generation from what they actually see and what they're exposed to. But a lot of times we don't realize that we're in that same demographic that's being fed yes. and being shown things that are inappropriate for our own development. And, you know, just being able to detach from something like that is very important. Because it becomes like a drug. A lot of people say, man, I can quit anytime that I want to. Well, people say that about social media as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, oh, well, it's not really affecting me like that. But just like Sunflower Seed was saying, like, you know, she was on there for four hours and didn't didn't realize, you know, that's a half a work day. Yeah. There's, that's a very significant amount of time. There is this, um, I don't know what you even call a person. There's a man, anyhow, who's on, <laughs> did the speech. He was like, you know, he was given the statistics of the use of social media and the bad part, how he get messed up. He said, those who are successful, he said, the first thing that you do determines how your day is going to go. Yeah. What do you do when you first get up in the morning? And he started asking a question. People started raising their hands. And then he, one of the questions, one of the comments was, check your social media. And we get half the room raised their hand. And then he asked them about their productivity throughout the rest of the day. And it wasn't as productive. 
He said, you know, you don't start your prayer, your day with prayer, thanking God. You don't start your day with doing these other things. You start your day being connected to something that's false. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're setting up your day again. Again, we're not judging in this because, again, like Keita did four hours. I think I did like two. I, I sat, but I did mine weirdly. I was sitting on the toilet. Sesame seed. <laughs> Two hours on the toilet. Didn't even know. You sit up there just. Your legs were dead. No, 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 no. Got up and <laughs> fell at the same time. Right. <laughs> Got up and fell. Just sitting there. One of them days. Anyhow, but the whole but thing. But you know, a lot of people can relate because yes. people, we're saying social media, but people do the same thing with television. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Binge which is watching. pretty much the first social electronic thing that we were looking at and everyone Mm -hmm. was connected to either their show or the news. And if you didn't have these electronics on and someone was just observing you, you're just staring into nothing. You know, and things that are being affected on you are things that are not actually going on around you. And so, you know, if you were someone who could not see the electronic like some, you know, animals do, they just see you staring at a spot. (laughs) but you know I think it's important for us not to just talk about social media unplugging like I was saying before some of us have to unplug from our uh, families you know I really want to talk about that because sometimes without incriminating yourself and being tactful but there are certain family members that we have that they have us in the system and they only see you in one position oh you just look look tink tink Go right ahead. Hold on. Names have been chosen. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. Protect the integrity. Law and order. Darn it, Mike Skit just popped in my head. Anyway, no. Go ahead and tell it. When my therapist said, um, we, we've been little Willie. You can love your family. <laughs> little Willie. <laughs> you can love your family and not like your family. That was a word. Oh, that's true. Let me tell y'all something. So I had a, a brother pass away, and I found out that at my brother's fume, fume mm. I found out from my sister's best friend. He walked up and said in a drunken voice. During the repast, he walked up and said, you want to know why your sister doesn't try to have a relationship with you and talk to you? And I was like, why? She only sees you as if you're five years old. And she said that since you don't have any kids, that she's not going to really look at you as an adult until you have kids. So that's the reason why she doesn't talk to you. Wow. Oh, I said, okay. Mm. I never addressed it because we already hadn't really had a relationship like that. So, but a part of me always wanted to ask but um, the support is there, you know, from time to time, you know, if I invite her to something or whatever. But then when it comes down to the other people that I share blood with that are siblings. Family. Sometimes, yeah, but family. Um, I keep my distance. Yeah. You know, like, I love them, but I keep my distance. Like, I heard one of them downstairs right below me calling my name three times a day. I ain't say nothing. And they were like, yes, she's asleep. I was not asleep. I didn't want to talk. Well, I didn't want to talk to them. And it's just gotten to the point now where so much has transpired over the past couple of years that it's just awkward, so I'd rather not force it. And I find myself being like, darn, I feel like I need to go back to therapy for this 
because, hmm. But yesterday I found myself when another one came, I have a lot of siblings. When another one came over, they came over and I actually went outside and I went in for a hug and they said, uh-uh, uh-uh, I've been sick. And I'm like, why are you here? But that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you have to detach yourself from family because Lord knows I had a moment back in December. I opened up, everybody knows. was like, how's everybody been doing? We had seen each other. It's been COVID. You had seen some family members in three, yeah. or a couple of years. And I opened up and I said, I've been suicidal. I cleared the room. Cleared the room. And nice I went story, home. You know, yeah. Yeah. And that's literally what it felt like. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, we hope you get better. She's weird. Walk off. Hadn't heard nothing back from them people at all. And it caused but me to be But this is supposed very, to be family. It's supposed to be family. It's supposed to be family. But the flip side of it was the next day I talked to a family member and they said, well, the reason why everybody walked off because they didn't know what to say. And you yeah. hit a trigger. You hit a trauma. I said, well, dang, you know, I had to, I, I had to realize that none of the people in our family have ever had therapy except for me and except for like one or two other folks. But those other two people weren't there. And you know what? A lot of times we're expecting something of the world. First of all, I want to really want to go back to like, you you made a point about you out of someone else. Exactly. Because in the same thing, like we talked about with social media, Mm. we're looking at something that isn't real. And a lot of times our family are looking through us through a lens that does not exist anymore. They're assigning a role to you. The the last time they saw you, you were 12 years old and now you're in your thirties. And some people still view you in the position that they saw you instead of you being who you are. Hell, your parents do that to you on a regular basis. Church. Your parents will look at you. I have a friend who's, Millionaire, billionaire, many times over. It's not his friend. This is one of my mentors. And I went around him and his mother. His mother slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay, how much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> right. It might have been my mama. Right. And I'm looking at this like, whoo. You still day day to me. Right. That's what she said. Like, you still said, like, don't be getting out of line in my house. He said nothing. Yeah. Because what you want to see, mama, it's Yeah. Day. But it's just the fact that you may not change in someone else's eyes. Yeah. So at some point, you kind of have to let that go. But with other people, you don't. Yeah. Like, it's I've learned detachment. If you continue to look at me in a way that I, I go even further. Shout out to my son's mother. One day, long time ago, we had a disagreement on the phone. And she said something to me to the fact of, oh, you, that ain't you. I know you, yourself. You're the same person. I was like, I'm not. We we broke up like 18 years ago. Yeah, I'm a completely I'm a different, different person. person. Says, Dan, what are you talking about? But that's just, you know, people look at you the same way. And that's the lens. That's the only way that they really know you. Yeah, yeah. That's because the way some- they're comfortable knowing. Exactly. Ah, I like, like said, that with little little sunshine uh, blue flower over here. <laughs> Give it some little seasoning to this. Come on. Exactly. Come on, Megan Good. It was little another one <laughs> that she was. <laughs> uh, whatever your name is. You Blue, Blue, Blueberry Hill. <laughs> Blueberry Hill. Where's this fruit coming from? She even wanted to, wanted to be a... Um, she said Chloe Bailey. Oh, I thought she said Holly Berry. Like, <laughs> Bailey's out here. 
cream. I'm a movie star. So somebody that's famous, <laughs> step on up here. <laughs> Grab your Oscar <laughs> or Grammy or whatever you no, but honestly, I want to get your take on because we have spoken offline and online. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've spoken about like different organizations that you have to unplug from, whether it be like, and I also specifically want to talk about church because a lot of people don't even understand that they're in a matrix or a social group. And everything's all about that church or that organization, or whether it's a sorority mm-hmm. or fraternity. But I specifically wanted to talk about church. Yeah, like something like, you know, church and, you know, really strict religion, you know, it can suck you in. Um, <laughs> and it becomes, it can become your entire life. Um, yeah. And, you know, some would say, oh, that, well, that's what it's supposed to be if you're serving mm. the Lord. Mm. And, you know, okay, on the one hand, yeah, that might be true. But it, it, when does it go? Sometimes it can go from serving the Lord to serving man. Someone else. Yeah. And you're serving somebody else's purpose. Um, yes, agenda. purpose. Yeah. And they're uh-huh. an ego. Yes. Ooh, it's even better. They're and ego. you have to be, you have to have some strong enough discernment to know when you're realizing that that's happening and when to pull back exactly and not you let your went mind from drinking just... the kool-aid to serving it right yeah <laughs> you gotta know when to when to detach from that yeah can, can i throw some season on that because that ain't the kool-aid fun. you got some sugar <laughs> <laughs> i got new flavor um so <laughs> the kool-aid um there was muslim nation of islam and those who listen if you if you don't know keep living um, people join the Nation of Islam. Folks be like, y'all niggas are joining the cult. Y'all over there got your head wrapped, selling bean pies now. Y'all niggas just crazy. <laughs> when somebody first joins the nation, if you if you don't have a family member to join the Nation of Islam, talk to somebody. It's funny. It's stuff that they go through. Hmm. Um, Minister Farrakhan says that he specifically he specifically is talking about the Nation of Islam. But it's also, I think you can put this in church and everything else. Mm-hmm. He says, <clears throat> the house is a hospital. We're all in here to get better. Yeah. Because we're all sick. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, as we just said the well, other week, sometimes the doctors are sick too. <laughs> they don't it even is. know they're mm-hmm. sick. That's true. So you're in here in the church, the house of worship, to get better. However, the person that's supposed to be ministering you is messed up. So this is gonna cause the problem with is uh Mrs. uh Miss Doubtfires or <laughs> I say Mrs. Lattimore uh was saying <laughs> that you go from serving the agenda of God to serving the agenda of an individual. Yeah. And what he wants to do. And at that perp at that point, that's when you start seeing the rift in the house of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where people start saying, I had to take a break. Because if you're really on the purpose, the lineage, the line, the mission of God, you need no break. Hmm. You need no time to be getting away from him because you're getting replenished on a constant basis. Mm-hmm. It's like a flower saying, oh, I need to get out of the sun for a while. You know, I've had enough sun for... Like, what the hell you mean? You're a flower. This is how you get your nourishment. Mm-hmm. So if you get to that point of you have to step away, it needs to be a reassessment of the house. Yeah. Because someone is... You might be a fresh water and salt water. Ooh. 
Look at Freshwater it. fish just sitting in the wrong environment. Right, right, right. And a lot of times we look at organizations and people lose themselves. Yeah. You know, when you lose yourself in anything, you know, and you become a part of, you become like uh, Agent Smith in the right matrix. I know you're you, talking about. You know, and now everyone's an agent. The Anderson. It's same way. It was social media can be like that, and church can be like that. Now mm-hmm. you're just, you know, a uh, flock member, three thousand seven hundred and seventy six, <laughs> instead of being yourself. You know, sunflower, hot berry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you know, dark shining light, a yams. Right. When you lose, it's the sense of the lost self. And people do that in relationships. They lose themselves, you know, and they have to unplug. And so a lot of times we have to ask ourselves, we're unplugging from something, but we have to ask ourselves, what are we actually connected to? And why did we connect to it? You know, and so you can realize what it is that you're doing, because sometimes it's not the organization. Sometimes it really is us. Mm. You know, sometimes it's nothing wrong with your social media is how you're using it. Mm. And, you know, same thing with, you know, certain people get into fraternities and things like that. But it's important for us to understand who we are. And I think that that unplugging is, I think that it's important and it's vital so that we're not overused or misused because we have to understand ourselves. You can't really assess yourself in the midst of everyone else. Because when you're in the midst of everyone else, you're still going. You're still doing. They're still all apart. It, 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 it distracts yourself from yourself. You know, one of the best beings ever existed, people write about him all the time, Jesus. He unplugged from the Matrix all the time. Mm-hmm. He would go by himself. Yes. He would go by himself and pray. Yes. He would go by himself. A lot of times he would preach. And he would go all the way. He was sending his disciples off. I'll, I'll meet y'all on the other side. And here he comes <laughs> walking on the water to the boat. Right. He would go and pray by himself, off, away from everyone else, and then come back and see everybody sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is a metaphor in itself. Because a true. lot of times, people are just sleepwalking. Ooh. You know, you, you look on social media and everyone is just droned out. Every every you go on social media, everybody rich. <laughs> everybody think? taking trips every day. Right, 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 right. Ain't nobody had a bad day. Their kids all got A's. They 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 have brand new clothes every day. Everybody got yeah. a Maybach, a Lexus, or something. You know what I'm saying? No one has it, it. You know, and it becomes sad to see people who actually are honest, and they go, "Okay, well, you guys, I'm in the hospital." And people, oh, they're just looking for attention. Well, it depends on the person. Because right, we do right, know some right. folks who will take some pictures in right. next to an EKG <laughs> machine. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's, it's not a real place because yeah. it's like you're on display, on show. And when people are constantly, just constantly pretending and expecting that to be real, you know, because a lot of people take, especially young people, a lot of young people don't know the difference. They don't understand that this is not real. And what's becoming scary is that you have adults, fully developed adults, who are taking this uh, persona that they have in social media and taking it to the real world. Mm-hmm. 
and actually pretending to live a lifestyle that they don't actually live. And let's just be honest, it's 2023. The average rent is 1700 in Alabama. Damn. <laughs> I was reading that, you know, wow. it, the average income in Atlanta is 40-something thousand, but the, the cost of living <clears throat> takes for you to make at least 60 to 80. So everywhere in the United States has become unaffordable. But people are still on social media and everybody's everybody going out every other weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we have to ask ourselves, who are we? We become Agent Smith. Everyone is trying to match everyone else to fit in this social world that's not real. Mm. And so, you know, it. at one point, people weren't keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. And now we're going right back to it. So it's important for a lot of people and everyone to understand First, we have to be honest with ourselves and create the atmosphere that we want to be live in, mm. whether socially as well. But in order to do that, we have to detach. And the detachment is beautiful because the detachment is knowing yourself. Excuse me. It's all good, my brother. The detachment is <laughs> the detachment is you're you're stepping away from the world and what they are making it and what yeah. you're perceiving it to be into the reality of which is you. Yeah. Because again, you may not be living in this luxurious life. You may be just living a normal life. And the normal life is actually better for you than that bull that you're putting online. <laughs> you sit up here trying, like I said like this, um, I, 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 I like to look at things when I'm, when I'm be more specific. When I'm looking at pictures, I'm looking at videos, I like to see the background. Yeah. Because the background tells you a lot about what's going on also in the video and why it was made. So if you look at a lot of these social media, Instagram model stars and they nice, luxurious houses, if you look in the background, most of them ain't got no furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of folks are only taking pictures in the bathroom. <laughs> now, yeah. But, you know, to look at someone like you've got this luxurious life. Yeah. But you have no furniture in the life. So why you're living kind of above your means. Exactly. But those who do have the furniture, they're living, their posts are a little different from theirs also. So it's like you're showing off and this person just showing. Oh, man. You said a word right there. Because yeah. some people just would like to share. Right. Or to keep the memories because they ain't got enough space in their phone. Let <laughs> <laughs> me share everybody, but I'm really sharing for myself. So, you know, it's the detachment is really for you to grow a better you. But if you don't know who you are at the beginning, then you just, you just sucked in. lost in the matrix of life. That's why so many of us enjoy the Facebook. Mm -hmm. Again, when you don't find meaning, you look for distraction. Mm -hmm. You don't have the meaning in your life. So you go through the social media. And this, again, why I always said, um, um, Mrs. Um, Doubtfire. No, 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 no. Not Mrs. Doubtfire. It's Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. Mrs. Willow Trust over here. When um, <laughs> she would detach from social media quite often, I've looked at over the years, and doing that, it got me to the point where I started doing it for a while. Yeah. And that's why I said the the, the scheduling. I'm glad to have been an inspiration. Negative. Uh, so the <laughs> scheduling allows me to step back and say, you know what. Just take in time for self. Because if you're steady trying to put things out there, if you like, you go online, you hear people who want to be social media content creators. 
all of them in the beginning say the same thing. This is hard because you have to constantly come up with content. Yeah. But the content is what? It's taking you away from you and putting you into an imaginary bubble at that point. That reminded me of um, uh, uh, Hallelujah. She was saying about the shade room and how. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Wrapping them up, baby. She was, no, but she was saying about how like she had to disconnect from shade room because a lot of times, let, let's be honest, a lot of times. Everybody like a little ratchetness sometimes. Oh, Everybody yeah. like a little, yeah. you know, and sometimes we're joining things and it's really fun. You know, it, it's just light and it's humorous and it's entertaining. And then sometimes the same things that we're following, because like you said, they just come trying to come up with content. Mm-hmm. And some things just turn really dark really fast. Real quick. Yeah. Please, uh, just, I want you to expand on that. Um, please, y'all tell me her name. I don't want to go. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let's right after you. I, got a, I got a whole point. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess, I, I guess, yeah, to expand on the shade room stuff or just, you know, these ratchet pages in general, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just got to disconnect from them because it's one minute you could be looking at something that's funny and, you share it and you share it. And then the next minute, you know, then then you go to the comments and the comments. Whoa. Man. The comment section. I it's mean, today totally people talk to each other. You know, you don't know. You don't know these people. And they talk to each other so dirty, totally. so low. So, you know, anything that you might post as a comment and somebody else disagrees with. You know, they're going in on you, yeah. you know, in a way that you would never talk to this person if you saw them in person like that. Like Mike Tyson says, some people, just they don't, they don't know what it's like to get punched Punch in the, the mouth. Face, right? <laughs> yes. Some people, like, it, people are so mean to each other. I saw yeah. a post with uh, Kev on stage. Shout out to Kev on stage. And he had posted something about the lady was just sharing. They were just sharing their relationship with their husband. Like, okay, we're enjoying each other every morning talking. And people was just going in. I can't just talk to my spouse. And it's like, what's wrong with y'all? You, people will share something that's very positive, and there will always be people in the comments who will say something. Just and I think that that's just off. trying to be contrarian, just to get a shock and being a troll. But yeah. it takes a toll. It really does. It makes you just don't want to look at comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Says something over here. <laughs> Can I put a tambourine on hers real quick? <laughs> Uh, hallelujah, amen. You said about looking at it. I'm going to keep going. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you have to disconnect because what is this feeding you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 you know, it's, it's fun. It's they cute, call it a feed. It's they a actually feed. call it a feed. What right. is the feed? Yeah, but the feed. thing is, a feed can be, like, what are you feeding me? But we also give feed to what? Animals. Animals. Yeah. And so a lot of times when we're looking at this stuff, the creator's of these apps this don't is... use them. No. None. And they're they're telling the world that we did a terrible thing. Oh God. <laughs> and something is pink too. too. The anatomy class is yeah. pink. Don't forget about the pink. Come on. No, go right ahead. Come on, Mrs. Apollonia. Uh, uh, so, so, Apollonia. Oh, ap- apples and... Who? 
Yeah, yeah, so Yanni sent me a video of somebody that was oh, one of my was favorite people. Oh, I'm <laughs> damn. Um, hallelujah, glory. Hallelujah, glory. He said, he said my real name really don't feel bad. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yes, Man. you did. You said cute thing. No, you went into the thing. No, Y'all make him. terrible uh, street people. <laughs> he said we got busted real quick. We so, day, boy. <laughs> sorry, but um, um, joyful, joyful glory. Joyful, joyful glory here. JJG. Um, <laughs> JJG knows that there was somebody that I just simply adored. She was a little misunderstood, you know, but she yeah. was very smart, you know, intellectual young lady. She just chose to show it by twerking with booty cheeks and peeing on people. And so, Yanni sent me it, the name rhymes with Hookie Hana. Okay. Um, so, long story short, Yanni sent me, I, I had previously followed Hookie Hana. And <laughs> yeah, um, um, glory, glory, hallelujah here did not know. This is so hard. Her, door, her name glory, is Dolores Van oh, Cartier. MJG Dolores Van Winkle did MJG. not <laughs> Dolores Van Cartier, she's from Sister Act. Dolly Van Winkle <laughs> did not know that I had unfollowed said popular mainstream underground rapper. So when she sent it to me, I said, oh, I unfollow her. She go, what? You unfollowed her? I said, shit's getting out of control. It's becoming very disgusting. I, yeah. I, I have hit the point where I can't even defend this anymore. She likes to pee on herself and then bathe in her own urine. I really oh, can't even like, no, God. there's nothing with this I can, I can defend. And then we have right. somebody that rhymes with Pexy Pet that came out and made a song <laughs> with old Hookie Hana. And so it was just kind of like, Lord Jesus. There's a junior version of this, and she's worse than Hukihana. Because Hukihana never once talked. Well, okay. Yeah. Anyway, oh, you see okay. how exhausted yes, you just Lord. got? But, like, I'm, I'm looking at, like, <laughs> That's the because whole. It, 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 like y'all told me, it's a dark side to Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you will follow, fall into these holes. Holes. Yeah. And one thing leads to another. TikTok will do that to you as well. See, TikTok. That's why I ain't got any No, no, no. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is a hole. I just keep saying I'm, I just got on abyss. TikTok and I've been trying to figure out how to navigate this fully. Well, what thing is because the they can be used. People. They can be used <laughs> so positively. Like honestly, there's a lot of things on TikTok you can learn some stuff on TikTok that you can't learn in school. Yep, university, in uh, Google, mm -hmm. university TikTok, and. Sometimes you'll get into the worst conspiracy theory. <laughs> right. That'll lead you into craziness, too. So That's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. We have this running joke when we're sharing videos. All right, you guys. Time to get on the bus. The bus or the bus to hell. Don't laugh. Well, yeah. And next thing you know, you sitting there with Miss Frizzle. Slowly burning on up. the magic school bus. Magic school bus. <laughs> Going on burning a trip. Okay, we hit the magic, since we're hitting the magic school bus, I'm going to turn into Houdini real quick and you're going to turn into Rip Van Winkle. Come on, Jason. Um, so, and, and, and doing the, name. And doing these name. Um, my disappearing acts of detachment, what is, how do you get our youth into doing this? Well, I think that, like we said in um, a past episode, it's things that I wish that we, we knew when we were younger. It's to actually talk to them. You know, a lot of times, the, when you are not in their social media group, a lot of times it's the content that we create. Sometimes 
All of us get content that's coming from somebody who's not in our circle. Somebody who you would never meet. It's important for us if we if you care to, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you you have a heart for a youth, then make a video for the youth. Make a video addressing things that you wish you would have known and to tell them to detach. Tell them, hey, turn that off. Turn it off for a second. Mm-hmm. Get to know yourself. Offer the advice. Like they say, be the light that you want to see. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of us, if we offer that, because you don't know who you would touch. A lot of people doing things for the amount and they want so much. But if you get a lot of bullshit, all you have is shit. But if you touch that one person, even if it's one piece of gold, it's still gold. Mm-hmm. And one piece of gold is worth more than a bucket of shit. So if a whole bunch of people unless it's Kawanur. Well, let, let's go, let's, <laughs> let's, let's define <laughs> that's dope. But let's let's look at it. A lot of people are doing things for views and they just want to have likes. They just want someone to see it. But it's not how many see it, it's who sees it and how it affects them. Like people say it all the time, man, if I if I only if I can only touch that one person, but it's true. It might be somebody in your own circle. It might be that one person who viewed it and then they remembered it and they told somebody else. So it's important for us to to reach out to the youth, reach out to our neighbors, reach out to our own children, our nephews, our nieces. And sometimes we got to reach out to people that we don't know. So since we're doing so much, we consume so much that we forget to provide. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking at, oh, well, this is a content creator. That takes nothing but to, you know, turn on your phone, reverse the view and speak from your heart. Yeah. Be tactful in what you say because it's yes. out there forever. Yes, yes, yes. But if you have a heart, my thing is, if you have a passion for something, then let it show. If you have a passion for the youth, then speak to them. If you have a passion to older people, you will look. Don't open up that email from Nigeria. <laughs> we oh, need to make yeah. the Don't content. Click that that, link. That's you know? a whole nother if we want to see the change, we have to be it. You know, we really have to be it. So when we come back to social media from our detachment, a lot of times we have to exit out those things. Like sometimes, okay, well, let's unfollow this person because we have to remember you're always going to follow someone, but you have to determine who you follow. Like well, I was talking earlier before we recorded that I was subscribed to this Group that I had no business, but they were so entertaining. Right, right. But then right. I had to ask my myself a question: Why am I entertained by this? Right. You know, and that's you know every. I think that you can do things with moderation, but I have to moderate myself. I have to be the one to say, you know what, that's enough. I have to be the one to to choose that. And when I'm reaching out to the youth. We have to teach them the lessons that we learned so that we can create a better tomorrow because it's just going to advance from here. We're looking at, to me, this is just the beginning of social media. We don't know what it's going to be like in the next 20 years, what things are going to be and how much more advanced things are. So if we teach the ones who are going to be building those things that are going to be in our place, they can create a better place for us to live when we've slowed down in our technology and our understanding and when we're looking for things to go for our grandchildren. Willie Wonka over here want to say something before. I, <laughs> you need my chocolate factory. Yes. Um, 
I was just looking at something the other day. They were talking about my my biggest thing that makes me sad is when I see kids on like little kids on devices and they were talking about how kids are coming out the womb, you know, and by the time they're one, their parents have already got them on social media and got them like right in the right in the, the screen and their eye development is slowing down. But they've been showing now that babies that are under the age of two or under the age of a year and a half, their eyesight, their pupils they're have weakening. they're weakening. And they're yeah. not being able, their eyesight is not strengthened anymore. And basically that a lot of the cells in their eyes have been burnt out. Their developmental cells, the, develop, the beginning stages right. of their eyesight has completely been burnt out, completely been diminished because of this. Because, you know, when little kids get on social media, they're staring they like this. Yeah. And like, it's, it's a point where, you know, even recently I had to tell my little niece, like, no, pull, step back, step back. And she stepped all the way back. And I said, okay, we were playing with the filters. Yeah. And I said, I said, step back. And she was like, okay. And I said, your eyes. She was like, okay, my eyes. And I said, okay. I said, stay right there. And she was like, okay. And even like with my other nieces and nephew, like one of my nephews was like, he's like right here. And then he goes, mommy, I have a headache. And she's like, oh, well, just, you know, find something on your device to look at. And then just goes in. A, no, he has a headache because his brain, like his eyes can't even yeah. process what's going on. That's the other dark side of social media, I mean, you it, know. It's the same thing with adults. Yeah. People, don't, we tend to detach ourselves from our children. Mm -hmm. But those who work in offices all the time. Yeah, and yeah. that's the other the, side The folks who sit on computers all the time. The hunching, the one people who sit in front of the computer, I know so many people who have headaches from them. So yeah. if your child, if you as an adult can get a headache, What's your child doing do the same thing? It's a smaller version. Yeah, exactly. they showed this diagram a couple of weeks ago. I was following some page, and it goes back to you talking about, it's, it's a two part to this, um, <clears throat> this diagram of a lot of people and their spines beginning right, to with the curve, curve over, their neck curve. And their neck is starting to hunch, and then they're having all these developmental issues. And kids, it's happening to them too, where they're not even, you see, like, I literally was like, why is everybody so short? And for the life of me, I can't believe, like, why are some of these kids, like, I've never seen so many short people, like, no offense to anybody short, I do not have, but I've never vertically seen challenged. so many vertically challenged people well, in Well, like my you said, it's there, a lot of times it's posture. Yeah. So we are, we are conforming to our devices mm -hmm. instead of our di devices being ergonomically done. And I know, go, I know the UX designer and the all the uh, Hello Fresh. Oh, yeah. I want you to just go ahead and speak on that. Yeah, like um, that is that is a UX design type of solution, <laughs> and there are products that are created for us to be able to enjoy our devices, and you know, but it's not that comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that comfortable for some of us. Um, it's not. It's not that sexy for some of us. For some of us, it's the last thing that we think about. Um, but yeah, we're definitely, we, we are hunching over to look at our, our thing or like, even with me, like, you know, I wear glasses and, um, if I like wake up in the morning and I need to see my phone instead of me putting my glasses on to see my phone, this is so bad. <laughs> instead like of me, this. yeah, I like have my glasses off and I'm like really closing the phone with one eye open so what? I can see. Not good at all, but yeah. it's, it's, you But know. a lot of us are guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's are. important for us to talk about. I like the fact that we're talking not, not just about unplugging from the matrix, but the physical device. <clears throat> 
because a lot of people are experiencing life vicariously through other people instead of going out into the real actual world, especially our youth, like the, and and really we keep saying the youth and everything, but people are not meeting each other because they do so much interaction online and it's not real interaction. But you know what though? There might be some saving grace to that Mm -hmm. because, um, where, where we went for our niece's birthday, mm-hmm. you know, it was a, like an arcade spot. Mm-hmm. And I remember those used to be all over the place in the 90s. Yeah. And then the 2000s came around and then you started to see a lot of them close. But now we're starting to see some like gathering spots again. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of a resurgence coming back where we're understanding that. You know, we we need each other. We need each I other. I think COVID helped. COVID definitely. COVID definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Because COVID people realize the value of being around each other. Yeah. Because you know, watching t- watching a, a, a sports game, whether it's basketball, football, or whatever, it's totally different being there. Yeah. Yes. You know, I hear a lot of people. A lot of people are armed with social media, and they're armed with the internet and information. So you can learn all about things, but it's different when you're actually there, Mm -hmm. when you're actually in the presence of people. Like, for instance, a lot of people go on dating apps and so many people date on the Internet that they don't actually go on a date. And they, yes, they turn out to have one leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shade to one leg people out there. Literally. Say something. This does not reflect any of the views of the people on fire. <laughs> no, <laughs> the views honestly, of um, Sunflower, the, the views of Sunflower Rose is not the views of the <laughs> cast, production, or team here at Cocktails and Conversations, LLC. Continue. No, but it's important for us to actually get out into the real world, actually get out into nature, yeah. actually exercise, and not just watch someone else do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is changing our behaviors when we when we return back. Like a lot of times we are looking at the comments when we can change the atmosphere of the comments. Hmm. Yeah. When we can say something positive or to just not look at them. Yes. Yeah. To yeah. disconnect from those negative associations. Mm-hmm. When we look at, man, I'm following 6,000 people and being it. followed by 17. <laughs> You know, go, go right I ahead. Just had to, I just had to do that, too. Just like last week, I started purging some yes, of the folks I was following. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You got to do that sometimes. Yeah. It's like, you're not even going to see all these people on your feed. No, not at all. Anyway. And then mm. what's what's funny is out of all the things that you're following, the algorithm is choosing for what you see. You don't even see your friends and family anymore, Mm -mm. but you're seeing things that you know inside you're not interested in and it keeps popping up this thing. And then one thing that really concerns me, because I was talking about it earlier, hinted at it, is the creators of these apps. They don't allow their children to use it. They don't use it. So it's almost like that drug dealer. Mm. He'll sell you the dope, but he ain't going to smoke it. He ain't doing the parts of it. You know, so Never we really have to own, own supply. So we have to act. We do not this promote the use supply. of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we do so, not promote it. What I wanted to say was I wrote down two things. Um, so going into, 
not knowing who's on your page. Mm-hmm. I remember I had maxed out my Facebook page at 5,000 people. I've been on Facebook since 2007, 2006. And it's 2023. That's like a whole couple, like a freaking doctorate and teaching degree. That's a whole couple of degrees that could have been. It's a whole, like a whole nother high school. Co- that's, that's a Five whole more life. times around high school. That's a life. Four more times around high school. Yeah. So it's like what I did one day, I literally, before I deactivated my Facebook, I have 116 friends. And I have people in my friends, like, requesting, and they just sitting there. And then they'll delete the request and then come back two days later and then <laughs> send them. I'm like, no, I see you. I'm not going to add you. But I got and, this real good investment opportunity for you. I want to connect. No, you just want to be nosy. The people that I have on yeah. my page are people that I know genuinely love and care about me and that I know, like, they're going to interact. But then at the same time, those are folks I want to see, but I only see the same 15 people. So I'm like, Lord, I just keep seeing my cousins. Outside of that, you said something earlier about um, interacting and stuff. And I was thinking about, like, one of my biggest, another pet peeve, Lord knows, but it's so much that around the phone and the, the tablets <clears throat> and stuff. Watching kids... On YouTube, watching kids play with toys. That crap right there <laughs> drives me up the wall. Like my niece is like, yeah, no, no, no. My um, one of my nieces, she was like, yeah. So you know, I be online just watching them, um, play with like they be watching them play with play doh. And I'm like, but why? Like you have a whole thing of play doh in there. Well, it's not the same. So you're gonna make money. You're gonna help these people generate money by doing something or people playing with Barbie dolls. And I'm like, but you have Barbie dolls in there that are unopened or have been touched once or twice. Or the biggest one is kids playing (laughs) video games. And I'm just like, yo. You watch another kid play video games? You gonna watch a whole nother kid play video games? Oh, I like when he does this part. What part? It's a video game. It's like, it's, oh, yeah, so... Social media has literally, to me, taken the interaction out of a lot of stuff. It has its pros, it has its cons. But Lord knows, I know that it's certain stuff that I just cannot click on. Like, if I see political stuff or folks getting in arguments, like, I had, I don't even follow Shade Room. But I will go on there just to see, okay, what's going on? And as soon as I go on there and I'm seeing Fashion Nova models, I'm seeing this girl. Um, Lucky Spice sure is toning up. Then we see Natalie Nunn on every single I'm, like, I'm like, okay, y'all are really, like, pushing it at this point. Yeah. Y'all are forcing people. Like, how many people y'all going to keep forcing on us? And how much, how many Kelly bad musicians? Watch her. <laughs> it's like somebody, like somebody said online, somebody said in Shade Room after somebody had posted um, the the red girl, the the my blank brown, all that girl, that the, the rapper. Somebody said, so y'all just gonna keep force feeding us this content. Mm, and then he came yeah. back and he said, but here I am commenting on y'all force feeding the comment, the content. Mm, yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to keep seeing these people, but the stuff that they post, it's instant gratification for so many people, and folks feel like these people over here on social media are relatable. But like we said, it, we, we said it's the feed. Yeah, they're like they're feeding you. when you are Come on out. a farm and you're participating as a farm animal, you don't have a choice. They're not participating in what you're feeding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? So we have to remember that we're not farm animals, mm-hmm. and that we don't have to accept everything that's trying to be fed to us. Exactly. 
And so that. it's important with that. No, go ahead, go ahead, no, my man. No, 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 no. I want to make it's my time. Yeah, I'm about to say, we're it's about that time. time. He about, about time. to fall asleep. Eyes <laughs> getting low. Ah, that, you lower than Snoop Dogg in a Chiba, baby. in a El Dorado. <laughs> that's low, cause he well, no, you know, it's not a speedball, cause he high in the L, he's high, but he's riding low. Don't break down my analogy. <laughs> speedball, you don't know what it is. Look it up. Don't even look it up. Just stay away from it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, with that being said, any last words from? Um, oh, here come a new name. W- What's, what's, what's their names? Scary and Baby Spice. No, no. Uh, Weeping Willow and Trust Fund over here. Trust, trust Fund? She's got all the money. Lord have mercy. Any last words? Uh, Kuna Matata. Kuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. And Happy Detachment. Detach. Break away. It's okay. It's healthy. You know? It keeps you sane. Mm. Let that device die and lo- lose the um the charger. <laughs> that is all. Well, I want to end it off, and I want to say something. Then Tim's gonna end this off. Um, my suggestive thing with detachment is there's two major words that we have to have in our life. That's balance and discipline. Balance to be able to be able to go through these things to be able to go to these things do what you need to do leave if you've taken it as a break take the break but give yourself a time the discipline of it is to use it for a proper function and doing a certain time period like you said I said earlier time is not on our side but then you corrected me by saying that it is when it's properly being used the balance and the discipline of using time will either prolong your life and advance it or hinder it and shorten it. Yeah, that's true. With that being said, for the darkness, take us to some light. I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring some light on this thing. If you like this podcast and you would like to hear more, please go ahead and subscribe. I'm not going to get all deep and think I can top anybody on this. No, we really enjoyed you guys uh, coming out. Uh, thanks to our producers, uh, with their miscellaneous names. Um, but for those of y'all, thank you for not detaching from our show. Right, right, right. I need you to detach from people on this Amen. thing. But honestly, if you need to, take that time. Take that time to. And uh, be who you really are. Love yourself. Love God. And we'll see you next time. Tell somebody that's going to tell somebody and enjoy us for next time. Cocktails and Conversations. Uh-huh. Peace. Peace. This is Tim Hargrove, known as Nuba. Tune in for Cocktails and Conversations Friday, 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Subscribe, like, and tell somebody.